Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, all right. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Brother from Another. We're excited. We got a great show lined up today. We're going to have a draft today. I love a draft. So, we're actually going to have. Uh, inspired by the NBA All-Star Game. This is NBA All-Star Weekend. We're going to have an All-Star Draft. Nat is going to come by. She's going to pick. I'm going to pick. And in the end, we're just going to take it to the court and see who's got the better team. So that's going to happen today. We're going to talk to the NFL chick today. I always love uh, talking with her. Uh, We're going to get to comments. I'm here for the comments, always. So, yeah. A lot of things are brother from another on a Friday, but I want to start off here. Can I start off here uh, for those of you listening on Sirius XM channel 85 watching on Peacock TV. However, you're consuming your podcast, watching your podcast, some combination. We appreciate you. So I want to start off here. I want to talk about your neighbors, your neighbors. Okay. Can I be so bold and talk about your neighbors? You know how you can uh, figure out if your neighbors are honest you should talk to them about the NFL. Well, what do I mean by that? What do you mean by that? What, what, what do you mean, Michael? What are you talking about? All right, let me back it up a little bit. Let me back it up. Now, I like to read. I like to read a lot. And so uh, I read this column uh, sometimes in the New York Times. It's kind of like a, a, a wrap-up of all the things that have happened in the news. It's not a sports column, per se. It's just all the things that are happen, happening in society. And in this column... Um, uh, the, the writer says that your neighbors don't always like talking about race or diversity. They like talking about fairness. So if you really want to, you know what neighbors I'm talking about, okay, certain kind of neighbors, they don't want to talk about race. They want to talk about diversity. They want to talk about fairness. So if you really want to get their attention, you can't say, uh, you can't make it racial. You got to make it about fairness. Okay. So I think you should talk to your neighbors about the National Football League and a fairness situation that has arisen and that has come to a head today. And I think it is one of the saddest days in the NFL. Today is one of the saddest days of 2023 if you really care about fairness and the National Football League. Because today we learned that Eric Bieniemy is going to go from the Kansas City Chiefs who won the Super Bowl? Okay, just won the Super Bowl. Wasn't even a week ago. Kansas City Chiefs, one of the model organizations. Y'all know the history, right? Clark Hunt's father, uh, uh, the, 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 the great Lamar Hunt. The Lamar Hunt Trophy is named after the AFC Conference Championship Trophy is named after Lamar Hunt. Lamar Hunt named the Super Bowl because he saw one of his kids playing with the something called a Super Bowl. In the 1960s, and he said, Oh, Super Bowl. This is one of the great organizations in sports. This is an organization on the cusp of a dynasty. Eric Bieniemy has not one, but two Super Bowl rings here with these Kansas City Chiefs. And Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, is going to one of the worst organizations in all of sports the Washington Commanders. Why? Is he from DC? No. Does he love DC? No. Does he love Daniel Snyder? No. 
He's going to the Washington Commanders because he feels like that's his best shot of getting a head coaching position. Now you say, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? There's a lot wrong with that. If you care about fairness more than diversity, I haven't talked about diversity yet. I'm talking about fairness. I just want you to, I, I want to point out, I got a list. I, I, I made a list here of some of the sous chefs. I call them sous chefs. Okay. Cause I hear some of these critics out here. I'm just a preemptive strike. I hear some of the critics saying, well, wait a minute. He may be the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, but my man doesn't call plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the play caller. So why are you getting all worked up about Eric Bieniemy becoming a head coach when he's not even the primary play caller for the Kansas City Chiefs? So he's an offensive coordinator who doesn't call plays. I call them sous chefs. You know, they get everything ready. They run the meetings and they turn it over to the chef and let the chef cook. So Andy Reid cooks off of the things that Eric Bieniemy prepares. Now there's some sous chefs lately. I got a list uh, of sous chefs who have been given head coaching positions in the last few years. Nathaniel Hackett uh, was a sous chef in Green Bay. Mike McDaniel, uh, he did his suing in San Francisco. Uh, Matt Nagy was with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, went to Chicago. Kevin O'Connell was with the Rams. Uh, he's now in Minnesota. Zach Taylor was with the Rams. He's now in Cincinnati. Um, so, yeah, there are a lot of guys like that who haven't called plays and yet get head coaching positions. And I can tell you in the last four years, I can't help it. I may have to tell your neighbors. Tell your neighbors now. Tell your neighbors. He's about to bring up race. He's about to bring up race. Brace yourselves. Uh, in the last four years, in the Super Bowl, last four or five years, Super Bowl participants, you know, head coach, O coordinator, D coordinator, most of the time when your team makes it to the Super Bowl, whether you win or lose, somebody on your staff is out. Not for a lateral position like Eric Bieniemy. Uh, they're out for a promotion, including this year. Now, Eric Bieniemy, uh, O coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, they really made Philadelphia look silly in the second half. I mean, they were running plays that were they were wide open. This is like pitch and catch. They were running plays against air in the second half of a Super Bowl. This was a brilliant preparation, but. The guy that uh, Eric Bieniemy was running these plays against, uh, Jonathan Gannon, Super Bowl losing defensive coordinator, uh, he's head coach now in Arizona. Uh, Super Bowl losing offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, not, not hating on either one of them, just giving you facts. Uh, Shane Steichen, Super Bowl losing coordinator, is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And so, I will tell you that uh, since 2018, somebody who has been in the Super Bowl as an O coordinator or D coordinator, if they're white in the last five years, if they're white and they've been in the Super Bowl, they got another job. <laughs> okay. Um, except for Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich. <laughs> okay, like. Come on, <laughs> come on. I'm just 
trying to tell you. So this is a sad story. And if you care about fairness, uh, there, there's you got uh, you got to look at this today and say, this is just this is awful. This is awful. I don't know Eric Bieniemy at all, but I think this is a bad deal for him, and it's and it's unfortunate uh, as we uh, bring in the NFL chick. Uh, <clears throat> Rita, Rita is here. As we bring uh, Rita in, I say it's unfortunate that Eric Bieniemy felt like. For his best opportunity, his best opportunity to become a head coach, he has to leave a place where he won two championships. He's got the best player in the NFL on his roster. He's in meetings with that quarterback every day. That quarterback has said wonderful things about Eric Bieniemy. Andy Reid, the head coach, has said wonderful things about Eric Bieniemy, and yet he's got to go from the best franchise to the worst franchise. Just to get again. Hey, Rita, I, I know, uh, and maybe we can do an update of a tale of two cities. Uh, this is a tale of two cities, 2023 version, Kansas City and Washington, a tale of two franchises, and a tale right. of one man, a tale of one man who can't really seem to catch a break. And all I hear about it is excuses and whatabouts and, well, maybes and all this stuff. How do you see this happening? Because how do you see this unfolding? Because I, I just, uh, I look at it and I'm, I'm disgusted. I mean, I, I just think it's going to unfold the way it's always unfolded. I don't see anything changing. And I, I mean, you're right. We've heard so many excuses about why he's not a head coach. Oh, he doesn't interview well. Oh, he's had past issues. As if every coordinator or person that has been qualified to, to get a, a job has had the perfect interview or had the perfect record by any, by any means. So uh, I find it very interesting that he has to leave from under the shadow of Andy Reid because I loved your I love the parallel of saying sous chef because I, I mean he does all the preparation so we're just going to act like that person isn't important because they don't go and cook it on the grill I think that that's really a messed up thing to think and now you have to prove yourself and go to the franchise who right now is potentially changing ownership because the owner uh, allegedly uh, had some misconduct issues his staff has had misconduct issues sexual misconduct issues so it's really sad that we've gotten to this point but i also understand why he's doing it he's going to try to say see here i can do this without andy reed and unfortunately for him it's going to have to be using sam howell potentially as quarterback for the, the commanders i mean I, I, it's a joke come right come on rita rita Rita, listen, listen, if he thinks that if he thinks he can do it without Andy Reid, that's it. That's problematic, too, because nobody nobody has had to say that before. Uh, most of the time when you're on the staff of a Hall of Fame coach, that's like that association that rubs off on you and that gets you your promotion. You don't have Absolutely. to apologize. Nobody has apologized. Doug Peterson is not apologizing from getting his start under Andy Reid. Josh McDaniels not apologizing, getting his start under Bill Belichick. You know how many, how many paychecks Bill Belichick has gotten people over the years since, since 2003? I mean, all these guys, you shouldn't have to go to the lowest situation because I, I let, let me tell you, that's not the path. That's not the path to getting a head coaching, uh, head coaching position. 
That's the harder. I mean, that's the harder path. Right. And, and it's funny because look, John Harbaugh is a great example. He was Andy Reid's special teams coach, right? Wasn't a coordinator. I mean, unless you consider right. coordinator, but I'm, I'm talking one of the main two, right? Offense or defensive coordinator. He got a job. So why can't Eric Bieniemy get a job? And the, the NFL tries to act like that they're doing so much better with diversity, and it's bull. It's it, you. Tr- you tried to add in. We'll give you some compensatory picks if you hire more minority coaches, and that hasn't changed. That hasn't moved any kind of needles, as you can see when it comes to that, because you already mentioned Byron Leftwich is another guy. Why haven't we had that conversation about him either? The the Bucks won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Why wasn't he a guy that will that we considered to be a head candidate, uh, a head coaching candidate? And so you know we have to say, oh, D'Amico Ryan's is the coach. Okay, well he also went to a horrible organization in the Houston Texans, and of course we know right. that he has ties there, so we understand the the reason why he probably went back there, you know, he played there, his wife is from there, but ultimately they're one of the worst franchises in the NFL. They fired two black head coaches in back-to-back seasons. So I, I don't know. One and know done. What, one and done, done, right? Both of them. Twice. One and done two times. So w- what else does BNB have to do? I mean, I hope for him this offense I, and again i mean they have a couple of guys they got they got some some running backs of course they got some good wide receivers there but their quarterback situation is a huge question mark we have no idea what they're going to be looking like from a quarterback perspective and we're asking eric Bieniemy to be like yeah and make sure that this offense is going to be a top offense in the league so we can try to give you a head coaching job it's just ridiculous it's sad you know um as as i look at this thing um, I, I really, I really wonder uh, what's. Go- I, I do wonder what's going to happen with with the enemy. I do wonder. I, it may, maybe he's just decided. All right, uh, it's not going to happen for me. I'm going to get as much money as I can uh, as uh, taking a lateral position, and uh, and just show that I've got I've got coaching chops outside of Kansas City. Uh, I, I want to call plays. You know, Andy's not going to let me call plays. He likes it. You know, he ain't giving it up. So I just want to call plays, make a bunch of money. I know nobody's going to hire me as a, as a head coach. So I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I do want to point out also, in, in the interest of, here's our word again, fairness. In the interest of fairness, I want to point out that Eric Bieniemy was a handful in his 20s. He sure was. He was a handful. Uh, late teens, early 20s. He had some incidents. You know, there was a bar fight out in Boulder. One of his teammates threw somebody against the wall. That's the that's the that's the headline. One of his teammates threw somebody against the wall. Now, a teammate, if you dig a little deeper, a teammate was upset. Somebody hit Eric Bieniemy with the N bomb. It was the ER, not the A. Okay, hit him with the hit him with the N bomb at, at, in a bar. So he had to yeah, you know had to throw him against the wall. There was another incident that really. It's a little crazy. Now, Eric was in the league at this time. He was in his early 20s. Uh, went up behind a parking lot attendant, you know, put his arm around her neck and whispered some crazy stuff into her ear. And then eventually four or five of his friends are pulling down their pants and urinating in public. So that was in his 20s. It was bad. Yeah. I'm not trying to excuse it. Right. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And yeah. if we're... If we're going to start focusing on these issues with Eric Bieniemy, to be fair, 
Let's look at every candidate who's hired and let's do, let's do a deep dive because I never hear it. I don't know. And, and maybe and maybe we're at fault. Maybe we're at fault Rita. I don't know anything about any uh, the 20 years ago. I don't know any personal detail about any of the candidates who were hired in the last two cycles. Like deep deep. I, no, I'm just like, hey, they hired that guy. Oh, he's an offensive guy, defensive guy, coordinator. And I, I don't know any details. But but when Eric the enemy doesn't get a job, I have to hear about him in 1991. Right. Which tells you all you need to know, right? We 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 somehow know about what Eric Benemy did as a, a a young man in college, and yet we don't know anything about these other coaches. So that that already tells you there's some dog whistle. That's a dog whistle to me. Um, Amen. And so I, I just don't understand why we are continuously holding that against people as if people aren't allowed to hold themselves accountable and be better. You know what I'm saying? If this was something that was um, more recent, that's a conversation we need to have, but it's not. And quite frankly, if we start going down the list of things that people have done in their 20s, 30s, whatever, it's going to be some, it's, we gotta, it's going to be a long day. Trust and believe. Because it's a lot of people out here that have some things in their past that I'm sure that they would love to look beyond. And they have the privilege to do that because nobody's bringing up their past too, by the way, Michael. So there's that part of it. That just goes to show you to me, it, it just feels like, Everyone is coming up with all these reasons to not hire somebody. And I, is he? does he intimidate you? What is it about Eric Bieniemy that makes you feel like he is not a good head coach candidate? He comes from a winning program. He comes from an organization that in the last few years have, have done nothing but dominate their conference and won two out of their three Super Bowl appearances. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I am definitely taking the chance on that. I don't care. He might not be the best interviewer, okay? I was not the best tester. Didn't mean I wasn't smart. Okay, I, I, right. I was smart. Sometimes the test used to make me nervous. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't do <laughs> that that I could do. But let me tell you something. Anything else, that classwork, them quizzes, I was doing, I aced all of that. So I don't know why we think that everyone is good at everything all the time. Some people just don't translate that well. But his the body of work and what you know that he comes from should also speak for itself. Similar to how we talk about players in combine. Okay, yeah, all of that other stuff is nice. What we see, what they do at these combines is nice, but what does the film say? What does the film tell you? And to me, that's the most important thing. And we just have to get past. Somehow the league has have to find a way to get past this and get guys like Eric Bieniemy jobs, I mean, I, head coaching jobs, because it's really important if, if they really care about diversity as they say that they do. Rita, it takes all of us. It takes all of us, uh, Rita, uh, and racism. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the back of your te- your hat? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's on the back of my chair. It's on the back of my chair right now. You know, that's I my changed. favorite thing with the I Super Bowl, changed. by the way. That's a favorite thing at the, at the Super Bowl, by the way. Philadelphia Eagles in racism. The back of the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I change I change it up every week. Every week, I, I have a new phrase uh, sponsored by the National Football League. That is the uh, that's the leader. That is a leader in all these fairness slash diversity issues. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens because I mean, we've, heard, we've heard a lot about oh, the contract and what will happen. I, I'm trying to, I'm getting to the point of, okay, let's say they move on from Lamar Jackson. Next franchise. What's a franchise 
where you can look at it and see Lamar Jackson as a perfect fit. I see one. I got one. It's in the AFC. Oh, no, man. Well, well, uh, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> I, no, it has to because it has to. You've got you've to come up with the best deal. You've got to go to the most desperate team. And you got to make a deal with the most desperate team, whether they're in your conference or not. Because if you're afraid of trading Lamar Jackson in your conference, well, that tells me maybe you need to sit down and add some more zeros to a contract and add some more guarantees to his contract. If you're that afraid of him, well, then you probably should keep him. Right? <laughs> so, uh, but but tell me a team, because I, I, you go first. I, I, I'm going to tell you a team where Lamar Jackson, I can't believe it, hiding in plain sight. Well, Lamar Jackson would be a perfect fit. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I do think that the Falcons would be good. I like Drake London. Um, they got Kyle Pitts, which, you know, he's had a great rapport with Mark Andrews in Baltimore. That defense to me isn't as, they have, they have, they need to be improving, of course, but they do have a run game. They do have a tight end, and they do have a wide receiver that, although is very young because Drake London um, just came out, I think that he has the potential to be a really good wide receiver. Um, I, I Obviously, they would have to find a way to buster up that offensive line, but uh, the Falcons have a top 10 pick, which is something that you're going to need if you're going to try to trade with the Ravens. Um, it takes them out of the conference. I do think that they have their their – probably pushing a little bit in terms of getting a, a quarterback. And of course you can, they can draft one. Of course they're in a position to do that, but would you rather draft the guy with uncertainties? Because you have to assume that CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are going to be gone by the time that the Falcons get there. So do you want to take your chance with a Will Levis? Do you want to take your chance with an Anthony Richardson? Or do you want to get a guy like Lamar where you already can scout him? You already know what he's about. He's shown you he's a unanimous MVP and you know his caliber of play. So, I mean, I think that that makes the, the sense. If you're going to tell me the Colts, no, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, all right. Okay, but I am interested in knowing who exactly okay, you believe in the AFC. All right, this, this, is what, this is what I do. Uh, Rita, you know, this is what, this, this is what we do because we're in this business, right? We've been in this yeah. business for a while and part of this business is talking to people, but not just talking to people, listening to them. You got to listen to people, listen to what they say, listen to the urgency with which they speak and and how they tell you what they need. This is good. This is why I'm a good husband, Rita, because I listen. I listen. Oh, what, what do you need? What do you need me to do? You need me to do be, be, be better? Okay, I got you. I got you. So I've listened to you. I'm a good husband, New York Jets. I've listened to you. I've listened to your owner come out, not even be coy. Your owner has told the world that we're a quarterback away. We got to get a quarterback. Desperate. Your owner thinks that everything else on the roster is all set, that you're a quarterback away from getting back to the Super Bowl for the first time since the 60s. I'm not hating. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and Joe Douglas, their, their GM, Joe Douglas, was a former Ravens executive. So, I mean, it, 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 it does. Hey, 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 listen. Think about it. You get a vet, You get both. You get a young quarterback, and, but also a veteran. Lamar is on his second year. Lamar has been through something. He's got an MVP. He's a dynamic player. You think New York City would love watching Lamar Jackson do his thing eight times a year in a regular season in New York? And then you got a number one receiver there, the offensive rookie of the year and Garrett Wilson. 
He got a lockdown corner. And oh, Sauce no, Gardner, really good defense. I, 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 come up off of one of them. One of them got to come to Baltimore. I don't know if it's Sauce. I don't know if it's Gary. But you can't have them both. Somebody has got to come no, no, along give you some picks. straight. No, we'll give you <laughs> picks. We'll give, we'll give you our picks. We'll give you our picks. We'll give you, you know, we'll give you, we'll give you a first rounder. No, no, we can't give you. Like, we'll give you some players. It won't be sauce. I mean, we'll give you a player. We'll give you some nice. I mean, a nice player. It'll be equivalent to the uh, the Seahawks trade with Denver. Like, Denver gave them some players who were solid, but no superstars. Yeah, right, the, the superstar. Rita, the superstar in the trade. The superstar in the trade is the draft picks. No, you get. Russell I'm gonna give you a couple. I'm gonna give you a couple first rounders. Yeah, you can get. I want a couple first rounders, and I want a and I want a, a player. I want Russell Wilson, as great as he has had in a career, right? Is on the other side as Lamar is is reaching his his top. Okay, he's reaching the top. So it worked for the Broncos because Russell Wilson has, you know, he he's older. He's older. He's an older quarterback. He's been in the league ten plus years. So you, I believe that what they got for him is fair. Okay, I do not believe right. that just two first rounds. Is, is you're gonna have to come up off somebody. It ain't look. Nobody said it was gonna be Maybe. easy. You really want them? You're gonna well, have to do what you do. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. I just, <laughs> I just, I, I just want to say that. Okay, if the Jets keep talking about this quarterback situation, why waste your time with Aaron Rodgers? Maybe the last year or two of his career. Why are you looking at Derek Carr? Uh, who uh, will, will kind of be an upgrade for you, but a slight upgrade. Yeah. You want something yeah. dramatic. You represent New York City. Come on, we need something big, something outstanding. Rita, uh, you're a big deal. You're outstanding. We will give three or four first-round picks for you. Always enjoy talking with you, Rita. Thank you so much for having me, per usual. Appreciate you. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. But you, but 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 sauce, you know, sauce is not going to Baltimore. Gary Wilson's not going to Baltimore. Not happening. Then we're gonna have to figure out something else, friend. Something else. Guys. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We just didn't get on the court enough. I think when you seen James, Kyrie, and myself, it was it was amazing basketball for 17 games, though. <laughs> but you need. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
Where's Mike Smith? <laughs> I mean, come on. Where is Michael Smith? Please. Right. I, I, I look. I need that. I need that as a meme. Like that. That's my meme right there. That's all I need. Kevin Durant <laughs> saying it was amazing basketball for 17 games, and he got that wrong. What even 17? It was six. It was 16. You <laughs> get. <laughs> you ain't. You ain't even get to 17. It was 16. And you know, you remember like, uh, do you remember this quote from a while ago? Uh, this is back in the day where Shaq said something like, I've won at every level except for college and the pros. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> High school? You got you, you talking about state? We talking about state titles now? <laughs> like, we keep track of state titles? <laughs> the youth league? You got a youth league title? Anyway, uh, we just needed to play that off the top because we have a draft today. We had a dra- we got a draft today. Nat, you how you feeling? Yeah. Are we go- are we doing this draft right now? We we are doing are- it. Um, we're doing you know, the- we're doing the brother from another know. draft. We're doing it. I already know my team is going to be better than yours. I'm pretty excited about. I'm that. I'm sure it will be. Listen, Nat, you are you are a formidable opponent. You know basketball, so I'm sure you've got a you sure you've got a plan. We got the players on the board. We got the reserves because this is what the uh, the NBA is going to do this. And this kind of takes the fun out of it. Now, I don't know if you agree with this. It takes the fun out of it. They're doing, they're picking the reserves first. Yeah. Then they're going to pick the starters. Well, yeah. if they're trying to avoid the embarrassment of who's picked last, well, just use your imagination. The last reserve picked is exactly. the last person picked. Exactly. So what's the difference? Exactly. It's it's really silly. I, I mean, if that mind game works for people, I guess, but we all know like what it is. So it makes no sense to me. It's also awkward all to right. like you're doing your lineup. It, it, it's awkward because it's like you're picking your reserves before you know who your main guys are. So and that's what we're going to do today. And I hear the music playing. I believe you have the first pick with the reserve. So Natalie, lead us off in the draft. Well, first, yes, let's let the people know that I am representing Team Giannis. Oh, right? of course, of course. That's, yeah. that's very important. You're Giannis, I, you're Team Giannis, and you're going against, who are you going against? Who's your opponent? Team LeBron. <laughs> it, it just, you just happen to be going against the greatest player in NBA history. I, you know, so, so thank Michael you. Michael Jordan did uh, turn 60 recently, so, but he is not, <laughs> he is not here. So, and, um, you're, and, and you're fortunate, by the way, that because uh, I had a whole plan and, and I told Gary Carter this. You're fortunate that we're not picking the starters first and that uh, Steph Curry is not playing because I was going to troll the hell out of you. That was going to be my first pick regardless. <laughs> I was just going to oh, take Steph. So I was going to take him just because <laughs> okay. that would likely be bronze first pick too, you know, but and okay, here's the thing. Well, I'm going to do my pick and then I'm going to talk about it after and what's interesting. So I'm picking for Team Giannis and my first pick is actually going to be as a reserve, the first time all-star Tyrese Halliburton. That's an excellent choice. Uh, he's very yeah. high on my board. He's very high on my <laughs> board. And I, I tell you, when you said first time all-star, I thought you were going to take my number one overall pick. Also a first time all-star uh, Shay, Shay Gilgis Alexander from Oklahoma okay. City. So uh, okay. love him. Why, 
Why did you pick Shay? Because I'm gonna tell you why I picked Tyreek um, Halliburton. But go ahead. Well, I know why you pick Halliburton. No, you, t- you tell me about Halliburton. I know all this. He's amazing. He's amazing. That is a great selection, and I, I think we're in for a fight already. If that's your first pick, oh, this is gonna be a war. Because it is. I lo- I love him. I love everything about his game. You probably picked him because uh, he can do it all. He can pass. He can defend. Uh, just really a, a smart. Doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, just really a terrific player. Terrific young player for the Indiana Pacers. Incredible facilitator. High IQ guy. And also, um, I want to point out that in reality, I'm picking for Team Giannis, but I'm picking the way Natalie thinks it should go because Giannis most likely, if I'm guessing, is going to get trapped into picking his teammate Drew Holiday first, which is going to already set up Team LeBron for like a great, you know, advantage because he has to go with his teammate first or else, but he shouldn't go with his teammate first. Damn, I can't believe you picked Halliburton. I mean, I'm sitting here. I mean, it was number like number one on my board is Shea, but but number two on my board, uh, number three on my board was uh, Halliburton. I got some guys on my board. I know you. I I got some guys on there. I know you're not going to pick. So So I'm going to go. I'm going to go next. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who's my second pick? Who is my second pick? I'm going to go Paul George. Oh, good. 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 He's lower. He's lower (laughs) on my list. Okay. (laughs) He's lower. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just look, Paul George to me is solid. I mean, 23, 6, and 5 this season. He's shooting 46% from the field, 38% from three. But the reason that's relevant is because he's always a high volume three point shooter. Um, Just a solid season overall. And also, Paul George is always underrated. People, don't think as highly of him as I do, but I know he's great. Almost set like the scoring lead one year in the all-star game and I need a wing. So yeah, I'm going with Paul George. Mm, A lot of wings out there. Um, He's not, I have a category here that has, I I wrote, don't really care. Uh, They're like one, two, three, four, five guys uh, on that. Don't really care if I get him or not, Uh, but he was, he's not on the don't really care list. But he was like two spots from it. So I don't think he's underrated. I think at this point in his career, he's properly rated, maybe even a little overrated. Um, he's okay. He's okay. Better but, than okay. That's okay. He's a reserve. So these are reserves. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go quickly here. Uh, I think this guy is a steal. I thought you were going to take him. Uh, the guy that Halliburton was traded for, give me Sabonis. Uh, Sabonis, really versatile player, terrific, leading the NBA and rebounding. Uh, doesn't need uh, the ball to score. I mean, doesn't need the ball to be happy. Does everything very well. So uh, give me Mr. Sabonis, and I'm happy. Top two guys. I got the top two guys on my board. These are the top two guys on my board for reserves. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, no, I disagree. But moving on. Sure. So I'm, so I'm going to go with, I'm thinking someone you may want, but I'm not sure. No, nope, don't want him. He's on my don't care list. Go ahead, take him. <laughs> Jalen Brown. Go ahead. Yes, Jill good. Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, why don't you want Jalen? I mean, it's. I'm, I'm thinking about team construction. I got some guys oh. that I value a little bit more right now. 
than Jalen Brown and knowing how you're going to pick here. This actually I'm allowed to pl- I can play around with my board more because okay. I know your I know your biases. So I, <laughs> I, I can get some pretty good value here. Okay, well, go ahead. Who's your next pick? I like DeMar. DeMar DeRozan. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, are you oh, you don't like DeMar DeRozan? I mean, I how don't do, think he's like, an all-star this year, but okay. You, you don't, you, okay, all right. Um, all right, I'm surprised that you would say that. So, when you talk about, you know, with your wings, I'm just thinking about matchups too. Uh, DeMar DeRozan matches up favorably against any of your guys. Uh, I got somebody for Jalen Brown. There's DeMar. I got somebody for Paul George. Uh, he is not a three-point shooter, but I, I, I got three-point shooting. I got three-point shooting. I'll be fine with that. So I, I think uh, DeMar is a, a, is a terrific player, and I'm, I'm happy to see the renaissance he got when he was able to get out of San Antonio after being dumped there in the Kawhi trade and on to Chicago. Uh, you want to talk about underrated still. He's been in the league forever and he's still underrated. Okay. We're happy to have him. Who you, okay. Who you, you got next? Happy, but I'm happy for this next pick, which is Bam Adebayo. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it's self-explanatory. I need some defense. I mean, I already have Giannis, but I'm bringing some defense. And what more do you have to say about him? Uh, speaking of defense, I'm going to take one of your favorite players, uh, Jaron Jackson uh, from Memphis. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I really love that pick for you. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. Oh my gosh. How messed up is it that I still haven't picked Giannis's teammate yet? But my next pick, I'm going with a point guard and I'm going De'Aaron Fox, a guy who I think never needed to be an injury replacement. Oh, oh, oh you know what? I See, that setup <laughs> with your setup. I thought you were going to say you were about to take Holiday. I was like, oh my God. Because if you had taken Holiday, I was about to draft Fox. I was just about to draft. I was like, oh good. She's about to take Drew Holiday. And I was going to draft the Aaron Fox. Okay, listen. Go ahead, take him. Uh, shame on both of us. Because uh, this guy was... If you had taken Shay first, I was going to take my next pick. I can't believe I got him here. I'm taking Dame. I'll take Dame. Yeah, I'll take him. How'd you not take Dame? What's Very wrong with easily. both of us? Nothing. It's, it was a pretty easy decision for you me. You must not like him. You got something you don't like about him. Something you don't like about him. All right, I'm going to move There's on. There's a story. I'm going to go There's ahead a story here. There. And let's see. Looking at who we have left, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take my teammate, Drew Holiday. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Give me Siakam. Okay. Well, I have a very guard-heavy lineup, but I'm okay with that. I'm going to go Ant Edwards. Ant-Man, movie's coming out today. Movie's out. What up, <laughs> Ant-Man? Uh, he, was, uh, he was my number eight. He was, he was number eight on the, on the list of guys that I really wanted. Um, but since I can't have him, last pick I believe is uh, Julius Randle. It is indeed the player, one of the players who Knicks fans are arguing. They think they should have two All Stars, and they think Brunson should have been one over Halliburton craziness. 
So um, yeah, I'm okay. I'll get the rest of the bigs I need in the, the next round. Yeah, you will. You will. Um, so you, you ready to do this thing? You ready for the starters? Yeah, but let's take a look so far. Let's, let's. See, well, it's like, I mean, can I just tell, hold on, hold on. Can I just tell people, can I tell people behind the scenes? Gary Carter's <laughs> a trip. Gary, you're a trip. So Gary's <laughs> in our ear saying, pick up the pace. <laughs> so then we pick up the pace. He's like, slow down. Come on. What you want? Not letting us talk through the way that we want to, but I mean, okay. I'm thinking we ready about to draft. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about my picks and I'm looking. I mean, how do you feel about your team so far? Uh, well, the, I'm, I'm I'm stung by the. Uh, I really want a Halliburton. I thought I'd be able to get him, and uh, I'm just surprised that you took him as early as you did. I respect it. It was a great selection. I thought I'd be able to sneak him in there. But I, I'm pretty much I'm getting the I'm getting the guys that I want. Yeah, so I can admit as as the uh, as the great Chuck D once said, "I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling." I'm building a team here. I got I got reasons. I'm trying to I'm trying to fit the pieces together. It's a puzzle. Yeah. So certain guys fit in the puzzle. As All right, do look, I. We, I this is what we're gonna do. Okay. Let's say we, we need to reset. I'm gonna call. I'm calling back to my office. So they have to get them to set the board. Are you guys setting the board for the first <laughs> round? Setting the board. Okay. So we gotta set the board. We gotta bring some champagne in here too. Gotta bring some champagne in. We'll be right back. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, During welcome back. Uh, <laughs> we we got we to get ready for the, uh, the starters round of the draft. And Natalie, I'm telling you, Natalie, something else. What a deal maker. During the break, tried to get me to trade her Siakam <laughs> for Ant-Man. Well, she didn't even want to draft. Her last draft pick, it's just kind of like, okay. So no. no, that deal, no, no deals, no deals. We got to, we got to think about the big picture first. We got to fill in, uh, you know, fill in the gaps. We'll see what okay. what, what holes we have, and we can talk okay. after the draft. Yeah, you can. Okay, so I, so I'm first here, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, this is uh, this is easy. When you have the first pick in the draft. 
Uh, I'm representing Team LeBron, the greatest player in NBA history, uh, all time, and I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the best player in the league right now. That's Nikola Jokic. By okay. any measure, the eye test, analytics, wins, whatever it is, whatever you want to measure, Jokic is the best player. So give me the best player, and I'm very happy uh, with this young man who can do it all. Okay. For my first pick, I'm going to go with a guy who some others would argue is the best player on the way to it. That's Luca. So I'm going to take Luca as my first pick. Um, I mean, I just feel like he's the best player remaining of those who are on the list. So that should be self-explanatory. I got a guy who can guard him. I know exactly who can guard him. Not necessarily shut him down, but can match up with him. Uh, similar size, uh, great skill set. Luca's a better passer than this player, but this player is a better defender than Luca. Hello, Boston. Hello, Jason Tatum. Welcome to <laughs> Team LeBron. No, please. <laughs> As though I love Jason, though I do love him, but guard him. I don't know. That's a stretch, but definitely a good pick. Now, see, I don't know if I'm hurting myself here, but I'm right now. And I know it's someone who you'd never pick anyway, Holly. But I'm going to no, go No, no, with... I was going to pick him. I was going to pick him. You know who I'm about to go with? Yeah. <laughs> Joel Embiid. Um, I'm going to go with Joel Embiid. He's obviously the next, you know, he's the best remaining player in here. I want some more size. And, and also, the only thing that I'm worried about is like Joel Embiid right now may not play. We don't know. But as of currently right now, he's still you know, scheduled to be an all-star. So I'm going with the process. That's an excellent selection. Um, I, I love uh, I love what MB can do. Only question about MB, it's always uh, is health. But when he's out there, uh, he can do some uh, he can do some incredible things. You know, Natalie, I've, it's not very often that you get to I, I, I feel like I picked the best player in the league right now. Now I'm about to pick my favorite player. I'm about to pick my favorite player in the league. That's Kyrie Irving. I'll take Kyrie Irving, my favorite player in basketball. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm actually pretty shocked by that. I'm I know you shocked. are. And now, and now see, now you're stuck because you got to <laughs> pick a guy. You got to pick him. Yes, you do. You got to pick him. I know you don't. See, I, I, I thought you about this last night. I said, I, I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. Okay. I'll say now nah, she's got to She's got to pick John at some point. You go have to pick him. Go ahead and pick him. But you know what? I am not a moron. I'm not going to shoot myself in the foot. Like, I know. I, I know you're not. <laughs> I get someone who is athletic. I get someone who is a highlight reel. I get someone who's going to make the, the crowd scream. I get someone who really is pretty unguardable. So I'm going to go with John Morant. Um, you need bigs, you said, so I'm going to do you a favor. Um, you can have marketing. I will take Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> okay. And I got to say, I like my squad. I like my squad. I too. like what I've, I like what I've come up here. And so let the people decide. Maybe the people decide, you know, what the what the strengths you know, you got to use that academic language now. So there was, you know, these days, most teachers don't say strengths and weaknesses. They say strengths and areas of improvement. 
your, there's your strengths and your areas you can improve. So what are the strengths of both of our teams? What are the areas that we can improve? Family, let us know. Let us know. We're going to be putting this out, be tweeting it out, posting it, everything. Yeah. I do team have a Giannis, question team LeBron. for you. I do have a question yes. for you. You let me take Lori or you really just didn't want him? Were you being kind to me or were you? Because I actually like the uh, Lori. No, I, I, I like him. No, I like him. I just, uh, he said he was number eight. He was ranked number eight on our starters, which is no shame. Right. You know, eight because you have Gian- yeah, Giannis and LeBron. So everybody else is like, you know, three to eight. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Just, it's just it was a number. It was a numbers game. It was a numbers game for Lori. That's okay. All. No problem. All right. Well, I think it's worth pointing out he's an injury replacement, and just let it be known that Zion would have been a starter. We know Stephen Curry would have been a starter as well, and also Kevin Durant. So we're missing some pretty heavy hitters from this All Star game yeah. as well. So it took some creativity to, to to put the team together to make it to make it fit like the way we wanted to. Um, so Natalie, are are you ready to uh, you ready to transition to the comments section? Uh, well, you know, we, well, we'll talk about the comments. I hear we got to take a break first. Just a quick break. <laughs> I don't know why, uh, but we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we will do the comments. But right before we go, here's Team LeBron and Team Giannis. Final look. My squad's winning. It's beating yours easily. You th- so where, where 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 do you have the advantage? Tell me that. Where where where's I mean, the strength of it? I mean, I have you do have arguably the best player in the league, but I have more I have better players all around. Like I have Giannis, I have Jokic, I have Ja. I just have You don't better. have Jokic. No, you don't have Jokic. I'm sorry, no, I didn't say Jokic. I meant Luca. Luca. I meant Luca. <laughs> And NB, okay. like these are like MVP candidate type players. You don't have that many of those level players on your team. M- MVP candidates or the guy who's won the last two and might win the third one <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Don't talk to me about but candidates. Guys, you have, you Show have me him hardware. Won. You have him. I got won, the hardware. Multiple players at that level. Yeah, okay, multiple. that's nice. You know, <laughs> candidates on the come up. I like it. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As promised, uh, time for one of my favorite segments. It's the comments section. I'm here for the comments. Natalie, what's up today? with the comments. Yeah, so we've had this discussion a few different points like in the last week or so about whether the Chiefs are a dynasty. So I thought it would be good to put it out there to our viewers and see what they thought. Um, 
they agree with you, Holly, and I do as well, that you probably need to at least get three first before we start actually talking dynasty. So almost 60%. But I thought this comment was funny because someone said that the dynasty is already in progress, which is also another argument that I've made. But I love the reply. Two Super Bowls is not a dynasty, at least pretend you are a real sportsman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, judgy, little judgy. We try not to do that in the comments section. Just let people kind of express themselves. See, now, now you're going to somebody's, now they're going at their integrity. There's, you know, what are your, your core? Are you really a sports fan? Oh, this, is what makes, this is what makes social media so great. I mean, as long as it's not too bad and you don't get to name calling, but it's just funny. Oh, some people might consider that name calling. I'm not a sports fan. I mean, I've had this conversation too because I've had a lot of people trying to convince me that you can be a dynasty with two. And I was like, when? In what world? It's always been at least three, you know, Um, I think, you know, and I feel like that's pretty standard across the board. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, two goes by pretty quickly. You you win two and then that's it. So, you know, two and five is pretty, two and four is pretty good. Two and seven, uh, nobody's talking about a dynasty. Two and eight, forget it. You just won two championships and 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 the the sport has moved on to something else. No matter what sport it is, baseball, hockey, basketball, uh it doesn't matter football. Yep. So uh, there was, you know, we had a discussion yesterday about the Warriors. Um and someone said, "Man, the excuses for the Warriors." I'm I'm sure that person was talking about me. And I'm just going to say like I understand listening to it why it felt like excuses. So I'm not bothered by this person saying that, but I think we had a great conversation off air that people didn't get to hear. And again, I'm going to ask the question Michael Holly, who is the team we see in the West that's going to beat the Warriors three times? Four times. Why do I keep saying three? Four times in a seven-game series. Yeah, I mean, you can't say that you can't say who that team is definitively. They saw the they saw the Nuggets last year. I know different year for both of them. They saw the Nuggets last year with Jokic winning the MVP and they handled the Nuggets. They saw the Mavericks last year with Brunson. Okay, the Mavericks had Brunson. They lost him. Kyrie now Kyrie on the Mavericks and the Mavericks are struggling anyway. Maybe it is Natalie. Maybe it is your Phoenix Suns or the team, uh, your, your, your member, the star of your team, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. Maybe they're ready yeah, no. after losing them. in six games last year. No, it's not them. And I just want to be clear that obviously Jokic has his teammates back this year. But the reason we say that is because the, the postseason is different, right? You scheme and those other teams are schemable and the Warriors can do that. So I'm still taking the Warriors. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, can the Warriors they got a they got more of a fight this year than they did last year. They you know, do coming for up sure. still in, Absolutely. Uh, we feel that way. If they're in the play in round, will you still think they'll come out of the play in round and go to the finals? I do. Ooh. I do. That's common. They're not gonna repeat the same mistake. All right, y'all. See ya. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. 
coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.